Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Uh, no interns today at Rick and Bubba University. Our classroom is empty, uh, so no, uh, no handing out wisdom uh, to continue a degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. It's all online study today. All right? online yeah. study. Uh, and welcome back, uh, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the big party called Rick and Bubba. You know, guys, I know we got these new mask ordinances, and our state, you know, did, did, did something yesterday, and it's just mask this, mask that, everywhere a mask, mask. And, and, um, <laughs> here a mask, there a mask. Right. Mask, it, they, a mask, mask work, they don't work. Placebo, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, I think it's getting completely out of hand. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'll do things to escape. Right. You know, I'll just say right. I, I must escape right. from the world that I'm in. And and usually that means, and I know you like to do it too, Bubba, we love Moultrie Mobile. And so I'll just sit down and scan through various pictures of wildlife. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah I, I like, I, and I like looking at trees, right? Yeah. And uh, and so, but I'll, I'll sit down and my wife will say, are you looking at, at, at pictures of, of animals? And I'll <laughs> say, yes, from the Moultrie Mobile. <laughs> but look at this picture I got yesterday when I was going through it. You you talk about things getting out of hand. <laughs> I mean, this, this I, when I saw this on my Motri Mobile, I was kind of like, you know, hey, is, it looks just you, like you, you sitting at the desk. Yeah, am, am I seeing this right? Yeah, and uh, and and so um, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I thought Adler was ready for me to call for it. Um, it it's it, Daddy. He's, yeah. he's saying something, but I can't hear yeah. him. He, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, buddy. Did 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 the did the picture not work? He's got it now. Oh, there it is. Oh. Look, I saw this picture. <laughs> oh wow! That didn't work. Nick Burgess. So I'm thinking, well, this mask thing's out of control. It I mean, it, it's. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I was looking at going. What I mean, that's not a bad young buck, but <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, why's he got a mask on? That's funny. Yeah. Well, he's under the ordinance. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. He don't <laughs> want to be in violation. He heard, the, he heard the governor yeah, speak. We just, so, get, we just uh, mask started. up. We just not, we not, we're just now getting started. <laughs> so even even the deer got masked. Just now getting started. So I don't know. Seriously, if you're in the stand. And you see that come out. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got. He's got bigger issues to worry about. Yeah, really. We have an update for you today. Don't do this. Well, I mean, we got to get updates. Come on, Rick. It's a Rick and Bubba news update. It's a Rick and Bubba Nick Cannon apologizes, sort of. So we 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 gave you the story yesterday as Nick Cannon tried to educate us on melanin. Is that correct? Yes, melanated and. That uh, our lack of melanin has made white people evil. Yeah, uh, and That's the first I've heard that one. And and uh, and, and, and Jewish people as well. Yeah. Is uh, that a is that a real is that even a real chemical? Do we know? Yeah, I think what, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's also located in your eye, I think, mm-hmm. and it's your dark pigmentation or something. Okay. And uh, anyway, so Nick Cannon declared uh, that this is why uh, white people are more like animals, uh, and that white people are evil rapist and savages uh he has come back and says i will apologize for being anti-semitic but i'm not apologizing for calling other white people or low melanated people evil <laughs> rapist or savages so I, I just want to be clear um that nick cannon 
says, I do not apologize for calling all white people, uh, not some, not just some people, all white people, evil rapists and savages. Didn't want it to be anti-Semitic, but I do not apologize. I stand where I stand that white people are evil. You, so, you know, in a, so, in a strange twist to this, I think Nick Cannon has just give uh, everyone a pass for anything they've ever done, including slavery, because they were chemically uh, yep. imbalanced. They couldn't help it. Uh, That's right. Does that mean that's got his turban on? Does that mean that somebody said, you know, I, this whole slave thing, I guess it was just my lack of melanin. Yeah. Um, not responsible. Of course, that doesn't explain why other people participated in slavery, but still, um, <laughs> of other ethnicities all over the world in every single society that's yeah, ever the existed. Egypt, the but, Egyptians were pretty good. They had a lick on that, too. Well, um, Bubba, we, Babylonians. Uh, I will say they run long list. I will say that every ethnicity uh, has, has yeah, participated third. in some way, shape, or form. Maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with skin color. It's Probably just, not. It's just the way things were Probably at one not. point in time in history, and hopefully we're a little more enlightened now. Well, hopefully. Well, again, uh, you'll find a lot of, uh, you know, the, the Greeks did it, and then the Romans said, we think we can do slavery even better than the Greeks. Yeah, and, yeah. and then that just kind of went on. Like I said, when Paul was writing to the Roman Empire, about 60 million slaves at that time. Sure. And that's the reason why he uses a lot of reference to slavery, because it was everywhere. Uh, and uh, and that included uh, people of all ethnicities that were put into slavery. But uh, slavery is evil no matter where it happened. Of course, then you have to look at the list of actually societies that actually abolished it. And you'd see the old USA on that list as well, but 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 you know the good, the bad, the ugly. It's probably there are evil people, and then there's people who aren't aren't evil, and there ethnicity is. probably doesn't have anything to do with it. There but is. I will say this: that's that's where evil I see. is more than skin deep. Yeah, right? I think it is. <laughs> uh, it's it's down there in that old no. spirit, and in uh, that. so yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so here's where we are now. Greg, tell me if I'm wrong um, that the mass singer. Yeah, which Nick, is a bizarre show. It is, and mm-hmm. Nick, Nick it gives is, me a weird feeling. Nick, <laughs> Nick is the host of that. He is. Mm-hmm. They have said that his apology for being anti-Semitic is good enough for them. Yeah, he he apologized. He basically took it back, Rick. Well, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't take back the evil. Yeah, well, that's what, okay. That, that's fine. No, no, well, even no, though, but anybody else, even when they apologize, they they don't get to come back. In most cases, no. Well, I want no. But see, here's the thing, Greg. There's one thing he's not apologizing for. We don't have to talk about apologies, yeah. Because there's one area he has not apologized for. Well, they don't even address that. So I just want to be clear. If I am the the people who own the mass singer, I'm the people who who pick the host that I want, which is their right. Okay. Of course, then everybody has a right to whether they watch it or not. But they're what they're. See if I have this wrong. Yes, we will keep our host who says white people are evil. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And by the way, I really, honestly, this may be weird to you. That's fine with me. Yeah. Because it's their right and their freedom. Exactly. He has a right to say it. He has a right mm-hmm. to even say it. But but that right is not extended to everyone. Because if you said something you know, that was this way about any group of, of ethnicity – you would, other than white, yeah. you would be, the, it's over. You'd be I mean, canceled. I mean, it, it, you it, would it, be canceled. Even if you yeah. wanted to apologize, it wouldn't matter. So mm-hmm. I guess what we're learning, and I get, and that's fine because, you know and what? you could have done it 40 years ago and you'd be canceled. Right. That, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right there. I'm just going Ask back to John this. Wayne. I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going back to this. I can really participate in any structure if I just understand the rules. 
There you go. You know, now when I get, when the rules seem to change, it's hard for me to follow. Like Bubba said yesterday, and he said in the past that great analogy of trying to nail Jello to the wall. Anybody ever so, really tried that? That yeah. is challenging. I, I, every time you say that, I want to try. It. I, I, do. I don't know who owns the Mass Singer. Who right. who is it? Is it what what network runs? Is that NBC? Uh, I think it's sure. NBC, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just creepy. Whoever has the Mass Singer, and who would have thought they were ahead of their time with their mask? But <laughs> yeah. but whoever has the Mass Singer has said. We will not tolerate, I assume, uh, anyone saying that, that a, 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 an ethnic group of people are inherently evil, all of them, unless he says that about white people. If he says it about white people, he can host. He just better not say it about anybody mm-hmm. else. That's right. Is that, is that what we get? That's where we're at right now. And that's okay. If the rule is white people are fair game, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know how to break it, everybody. I don't know of any ethnicity that has the corner market on morality or the corner market on evil. Back yeah. to our original point. I kind of think that swings throughout humanity through every ethnic group. You need to group. check your chart, Rick. Yeah, but but I know this chart is bizarro. So here's where I think we we have to go, and this is actually good news. I do think that we're gonna we're gonna see this. I hope have a, a an effect on unity in a positive way. I think it's time for there to be unity of, uh, with people of all ethnicities that have the same ideology and the same view of the world. Yeah. And, and I've got news for you. There are people of all ethnicities who believe the same things that we believe, okay, uh, and see the world the same way that we do. So what we have here, let's not allow the evil, wicked uh, sin of bigotry and racism toward any group of people. Let's don't let that win. Let's say, no, our, our society is really broken down into different ideologies and worldviews. It's not broken down into this tribal, if you're a certain ethnicity, you belong to this group and you must adapt all characteristics of that group. And how much melanin you yeah, have. Yeah, let's, let's not allow that to happen. So let's say, no, this is actually a time of great unity mm-hmm. because people who like minded people. Like-minded people of all ethnicities, we're going to continue to be that way and we're going to say that we reject any evil ideology, any chaotic, anarchist, Marxist worldview that comes from people of any color. Yep, yep. So, so let's do that. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the way to go. I think yeah, that's we're going to separate. Need. That's where the line needs to be. But just so you know, the mass Singer has said, we have a host that is not apologizing for calling all people uh, that are white, evil, rapists, and savages. He does not apologize for that, and he'll be hosting our new season. Is that what else am I supposed to take away from this, this story? That's it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right, Bubba. Here a mask, there a mask, everywhere a mask, mask. Oh! So we have some questions here in the different states. You're doing different things uh, during the 2020 COVID-19, uh, whatever this may be. Uh, so some states have gone now to, uh, hey, we will require everybody to wear a mask, sort of. Well, uh, it can't it really, be. In, it, it, I'm it, a, it's all over the road. It, this kind of goes back to our constitutional questions about who's in charge on what. Um Georgia, for instance, Brian Kemp is banning cities and counties from mandating that masks be worn in public. 
to limit the spread of COVID-19. His executive order is a revised extension of guidelines put in place at the start of the pandemic, which encouraged rather than required citizens to wear masks in public. The governor called implementing such a measure a bridge too far. So uh, he goes on to say he he recommends you wear one. Mm -hmm. He absolutely recommends you wear one. Mm -hmm. But he's saying that they're not going to make it an official action because it's unenforceable. Of course, almost immediately following this, several cities passed a mask ordinance, including Savannah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first local official to defy Kemp and his mask orders. Cities like Atlanta, Athens, and Augusta soon will follow. Uh, the mayor said police will start writing $500 citations to businesses that didn't enforce the law. Now, in our state, we uh, we went back under mask rules yesterday, and it is uh, it's statewide, but it is mm. mandatory or not? I didn't hear the speech. So well, the part I heard, yes. uh, the part yeah. the part it I is heard, mandatory. The part I heard. Was it's mandatory, but don't expect us to enforce it. But yeah, yeah, uh, that's really what it was. Well, if you want me to break it down, and, though, Rick and Bubba, ease. that's right. And, uh, and let me take it a step further here. We got an email, and I think it's an interesting question. It says, "Hey guys, I want to pose a question about this ordinance that I thought would be interesting to cover as it relates to Christians. We know that the Bible instructs us to be submissive to authority unless it contradicts God. Correct." I personally think the mask thing is foolish because it's based off inaccurate numbers. Plus, I feel like it's not uh, not their place to tell us what we have to wear. Do you think that, scripturally speaking, we're called to submit to something, even though it looks to infringe on freedom? Curious what you think. Well, I think there's the key. Does it infringe on your freedom? Yes. Does it cross biblical lines? No. Yeah, you, you really, to Bubba's point, you answered your question at the very beginning. There's nothing in Scripture that says... Biblically, you're allowed to defy something the government puts down just cause or you think it, it infringes on your freedom. You're you're taking now the government and the Bible and you're trying to you're trying to merge them together. Now if the government trying to pigeonhole it into what do you what you don't yeah, want to there's do. There's nothing anymore. scripture about about uh, freedom that you're allowed by government. Yeah. None. I so, mean I mean the the whole church in the beginning was under tyrannical governments and they had no rights and no freedoms. And now uh, if you want to spin this into not a biblical can, issue. Can the government tell us not to meet as a church? Now you got a topic. That's different. Now you got a subject. If the, if the government declares, which our founding father said not allowed, uh, suddenly, pass su- no suddenly we decided there's a new uh, national religion and it is, ag- it, it is to be an agnostic or an atheist or we're going to be completely secular and anybody talking about Jesus or anybody meeting, if, you know, then we, we defy that order. Uh, anything that causes us to blaspheme uh, the Lord, we don't do. Uh, I'm afraid in this case, and Bubba hit on it. You're trying the mask ordinances really are not biblical issues. Uh, now, he, now you may say it infringes on my constitutional rights from in a constitutional republic. Well, certainly, if you think that's then the you case, got a citizen issue. But you don't a, got a God Bible but, issue. But that's a citizen issue. Yep. that's not a biblical issue. Uh, on the mask thing. And, and I, I've had several discussions uh, with folks that are supposed to be in the know. When you wear the mask that everybody's wearing now, you're not protecting yourself. You're just simply not spreading your germs as much as you normally would if you didn't have a mask on. Here is the example. And I, I've, like I say, I've talked with several doctors. We've all had surgery. 
When you go into the operating room, they've all got masks on. Why is that? It protects the patient. Doesn't protect them, protects the patient. So when we have this pandemic where this thing is spreading like wildfire and when it gets in a little area, it goes nuts. We've all seen that. Some people are not bothered by it. It kills other people. I can't tell you why or what the uh, the cause and effect is on that, other than some people are having a much worse time than others with it. Mm-hmm. It appears to be older. It appears to be people that may have breathing issues to begin with. But then you have these freak things where it's some 25-year-old that was in perfect health, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we don't. I think it's okay, Rick, to say we yeah. don't know exactly. All we okay? do know, as you said, the perfectly healthy people that have a hard time, are there's very few of those, but it does happen. Yeah. So uh, putting a mask on will, in a general overall population, help you from spreading it as fast as you normally would because you're not going to cough, you're not going to spray, you're not going to put it in the air. We're in a pandemic. It's a minor inconvenience. I don't like it. I know a lot of other people don't like it. Let's just put the mask on and try to get through it. I don't see it being a hill to die on it's not at this that point. Big a deal. No. Now, of course, as we know, yesterday, yesterday, okay, less than 24 hours ago because I haven't got to that time of day today. <laughs> I'm talking to a person whose company, of course, not. Now, let's acknowledge that the company that he works for is developing masks that are about to be on the market. Right. Okay. He says scientifically mm-hmm. and technologically, a lot of the masks that citizens are just grabbing and working with are not doing anything. Either way, protecting you or protecting somebody else because their function is is not designed for long periods of time. Right. They're like you're talking about. They're designed for, you know. Of course, surgeons what they wear in surgery is a little different than what somebody just went and got over at the drugstore. You know, and we some had, of it is. Yeah, some we of we had not. that in the beginning, yeah. and he said in in short moments they serve some purpose, but he says the design of most of these is not keeping anything from coming out, and it's not keeping anything from coming in. It might make it more difficult, but it's not a hundred percent. No, uh, and he said yeah. that of course, of course, they're developing a mask. They say does accomplish these things. Mm-hmm. So you got to put that in there too. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, you can't find an ongoing narrative that you go. Well, I tell you one thing: everybody's on the same page on that. Look, he, here's where I landed on it. And this is when the doctor told me you've had surgery. What do they What do they do in the operating room? I said they're wearing masks. He said just wear a mask. Right, but just don't for, but don't forget they throw <laughs> it. It ain't away. perfect, but yeah. it's better than nothing. But that one hanging on your rearview mirror that you keep wearing <laughs> over and over. Well, you need to change it out, Rick. Change yeah. it out. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. 35 minutes past the hour. Phone calls coming in. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. The real Greg Burgess uh, is taking them now. Helmsy took some that he's lined up and got us ready to go. Uh, SimplySafeBubba.com. Well, now more than ever, you want to be sure that uh, your property is secure. Uh, and you, you know, certainly want a system that you would actually use. Um, and as Bubba has said, and I've heard him say this many times, one of the, uh, the well, actually the number one sign of a bad security system is it's so complicated you don't use it. Rick, if you don't use it, what good is what it? What good is it, huh? Bubba? Hey, you got a security system? Is it on? No. <laughs> How come? It's too complicated. False alarms. Crap. You know, and, and so... Um, 
So now with simplysafebubba.com, they send it to you. You customize it. They tell you how to do that. They put it together for you, send it to you in the mail. You put it up yourself. Uh, takes less than an hour. And then you're monitored about $15 a month, and you're not, you don't have any contact, uh, contracts. You don't have any salespeople. You don't have any, hey, hey we, installation team needs to come by. You don't have any of that. Uh, you do all this on your own. And you know what? It's even better technology the way it works. It even has you know the video verification, which cuts down on false alarms and gets you. You know, into, uh, let me be clear: you have access to law enforcement unless we abolish them in the country and they're not available anymore. <laughs> but as long as they're available, uh, they, they they are contacted and they'll be there. Uh, also, you have some fire security you can add to it as well. SimplySafeBubba.com. Get free shipping and also a sixty day money back guarantee at simplysaybubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Um, Some of your masks <laughs> are very funny. Thank you for seeing <laughs> Let's go to Kevin out of the, out of Tuscaloosa in the great state of Alabama. Hey, Kevin. Kev. Kev. Hey, guys. Good hey. morning. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, I was going to run some things by you guys, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I agree with Bubba in, in the fact that the mask is a very small inconvenience until we – quote, get through this pandemic. What I didn't understand was I had a question for the governor's office yesterday, and I contacted them regarding the American Disabilities Act, which states, you know, basically you have a right to go into facilities of necessity. You know, going to Chuck E. Cheese without my mask on, if I'm a, uh, you know, if I'm a, a patient covered under the American Disabilities Act, well, that's not a necessity. But if I go into a grocery store or into a gas station or something of that nature that's a necessity, my thought process is, you know, where do my rights end regarding the American Disability Act? So I reached out to the governor's office, and the lady that answered the phone told her I needed to speak with someone about the American Disabilities Act. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't ask her about that, but that would have been, been completely inappropriate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, well, that's the one that covers people that are a jerk that don't know how to act. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she just completely hung up on me on that. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> so, so when I called her about that, she says, well, what's your concern? And I told her what my concern was, and, and she says, well, on, on what grounds do she said, well, that's more of like a supervisory question. She says, but what, what grounds would you have on that? And I says, well, since you're unqualified to answer this particular question, that I would deem you to be unqualified to answer that question. So my question for the governor's office is, the people who are covered under the American Disabilities Act, if I walk into a grocery store and they tell me, nope, you can't come in, and I tell them, look, I'm covered under the American Disabilities Act, does that just mean I can't go buy groceries? Uh, wait a minute, Kevin. Kevin, let's let me back up. Let, give us this uh-huh. specific example of what you're talking about. You're saying we're, we're talking in circles. You're here saying that bit. nobody can deny you access to things that that you have to have uh, because <laughs> because of your disability. Are you saying you can't wear a mask because of your disability? Yes. There's, I have oxygen issues, and it's not asthmatic, but like I see. my oxygen levels are lower than yeah, your typical mm-hmm. person. So, so you do, know, you, do you wear a mask or an oxygen tank? I, I, I wear a mask, and at times I do have to wear oxygen tank, but I, I do. I, I go ahead and I wear the mask because it's just for brief moments at a time. But if I'm in a grocery store, yeah. you know, I could be in there 30, 45 minutes to an hour which significantly could cause issues with the oxygen levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I hear you. So, so I, I, I think 
uh, you you probably I'm not trying to, you know I'm not trying to be difficult. I just really want to know you know how how are we going to balance that with people who are covered uh, under somebody somebody there? actually it's a, it's a good question. No, somebody I, actually sent me an email yeah. yesterday because uh, I guess because I'm an asthmatic and right. and it was a little card that you're supposed to print out and keep. And I don't know how to, again you don't know what to believe these days, but it was a little card that you could either keep on your phone. Or print it off and carry it with you. And if somebody ever says, "Hey, you got to put your mask on," or "Why are you not wearing a mask?" you simply say, "By because of this particular law, I do not have to." Right. And so that's and that's what they were right. And, so. and for and, and, and based on because I, I reached out to some people and I asked about the American disability, and they said based on disability. And I know that we're we're we're, we're plucking very fine hairs here, and I'm not trying to be difficult, but at the same time, you know. For them to require you to tell you what your disability is, then it becomes a HIPAA violation. Yeah, and it actually the HIPAA under the ADA and HIPAA, <laughs> it's all all referenced underneath this mask card that they're calling that you need to carry with okay. you. Okay, well, right. well then I need send to me an email. Send well, me an email, and I'll forward this to you. Let me let me let me get you a card, Kevin. Kev. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Here's the thing: if you have an oxygen tank with a mask, I believe I'd strap that thing on just so I wouldn't have to breathe the air in that place you're going. And then I'd take I'm care of it. Just, yeah, I'm thinking about just going in with a full scuba tank on. Yeah, well, well, look, I, I, if I had an astronaut helmet with an air tank, I believe I'd wear it. Well, I think you're veering into Bubba's conversation we've had before. If I know I have the Second Amendment, and let's say my state also allows open carry. Does a private right. business have the right to deny me my federal and state right to open carry in, inside their private place? And I think that's been landing on the side of the private business owner and the landowner, hadn't it? Hadn't they been winning that one? I think in the yeah, current yeah, so. the current situation, the property owner uh, gets to dictate what is and not done on their property. And so, but so this one, you got you got to be careful that private property. They're trying to take that away from us too. Oh, I know, I know. And and so, to, I think the best thing for you is to get this card that Helmsley's talking about. And I think that if you show them that, that you'll be able to get your groceries. I, you know, the, yeah. what he's going to run into really more than that is is the in, you know the entry to the business and all that and having the card or all the Karens that are in the in mm. in, in the, uh, the store the because yeah. there's stories today where there was a gun pulled. I, I forget what store it was because. People were coming at this man for not wearing a mask, and he was trying to tell them why, and it got heated. Yeah. And so that's going to be hey, his Karen, biggest issue. Karen, <laughs> stay away from people that you're not sure why they don't have their mask on. Keep your distance from them. Get your groceries and get home. Yeah. Okay? It's not your you job. You don't know their story. It's not your job. I know you love it. You live for this. You probably wanted to be voted hall monitor in, in elementary <laughs> school. I know some of you live for this. I know you're, you're, on, you're on the homeowner's council. You love this stuff. Uh, you're you're up there and and whatever the little league council is, you're probably on that too. Uh, you live to be able to tell people what they can and can't do, but we need you to mind your own business right now. Have you seen that commercial? And I don't remember even who it's for, where the lady is going around from the homeowners association, whooping everybody into shape, and she takes her chainsaw and cuts down the yes. mailbox. Oh, and yeah. she says, yeah. nah, it's, uh, Two inches over the line. Yeah. And the guy's raking the yard. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. I've seen that. That is funny. funny. It really, I don't even know who that's let me tell you, Let me tell you what I'm loving right now. I haven't seen that because I think I'd love it. This new, and I think it's progressive, it's their other campaign, which I prefer 10 times over flow. Mm-hmm. This guy, that his job is to keep you from turning into your parents. <laughs> yes, that is And he, the way he approaches things. <laughs> Is is just I don't know. It's the delivery. It's owning me. Have you seen the one now where he's got the diagram of the cell phone? 
and it, uh-huh. it's people that you. Know, the th- thing is, you're turning into your parents. He tries to keep right. that from happening. Right. And he's got he's got a picture. There he is. I see the homeowners one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That's right. funny. Please watch the video of her cutting this down. Yeah, it very I, saw, I, saw, I saw it. I saw okay. it. Yeah, they just showed it right before that. But uh, yeah, oh, you got to hear it. It's it, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole series of. Them, I think. Mm-hmm. So the one with becoming your parents. So now he's drawn a diagram of a phone. <laughs> And they're all sitting there going, I don't think I can get it on silence. And he certainly goes, this button right here. This, and it's young people now acting <laughs> like your parents. And then the other one, he walks in, the guy's reading a book on uh, famous submarine stories from World War II. And he walks in, he goes, all right, now, I'm going to ask you a question. Who do you know that reads submarine thriller books? He goes, that's my dad. And he, he goes, and you have to hand him the book. <laughs> Give me the book. Don King said, what's the big deal? Right. Uh, Rick, okay, we have an email from somebody here who says they uh, got uh, they spoke to an attorney about all this, and this is what they were okay. told, okay? Said, claiming that you cannot wear a mask for a medical reason does not mean that you can go into the business without one. It means you can request an accommodation from the business like curbside service. He also said they can ask you what your medical reason is. It is not a HIPAA violation. Businesses will be held responsible or fined for people being noncompliant within their building and premises in some jurisdictions. And since it was mandated now by the governor or some governmental agency, it's not just the health office. Law enforcement must act on it. I'm also getting emails Mm -hmm. that this card that's going around is an organization that put it together, and it's not lawful. <laughs> yeah, serious hey, business. But let's give them props. Hey, yeah, and hey, hey, I gotta tell you, they've done a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Boy, Greg, I, you love that kind of great. You know, Greg lives for people that come up with great <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Like that. Look, yeah. look at that right there. That's a pretty good video right there, showing so, you the difference in a mask. We'll come back and we'll. Uh, Somebody wow. was testing. Yeah, most different ones. Uh, we'll come back. I'm gonna take your phone calls. There's a couple of good uh, comments still out there, and if you want to talk about anything else, you can. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the green. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be bigs our number. Taking your phone calls, the different mask ordinances across uh, the country. Uh, uh, let's go to Derek Indicator. Uh, Derek, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 100.3 The River. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you, sir? Good. So, so what's your comment or question? Well, I, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, these people uh, complaining about wearing masks, I mean, it's, it's you know, there's there's little kids that's, that's been born with uh, health issues that's on ventilators, and and it, it's, I mean, you know, it's, they, they would love to not be on that ventilator and have to wear a, a hot mask for, just the time that they're in a store, you know, but, but no, they're struggling to breathe every breath. And, and it's, it, it, it's, it's just sad that we, you know, the mask causes us dis- discomfort and we want to complain about it. And well, you, I you understand know, the, your point, but, but I, you know, your question said, why, why, why do people resist this? I do want to take it on. Let me, first of all, uh, I, I agree that if you're not, re- if you wear a mask for the benefit of others, uh, if you don't wear it for any other reason, and I don't know, uh, you know, what level it really helps, but it helps at some level. It minimizes. But here's the bigger question: I'll tell you why there's resistance to it because they're Americans. That's why. 
Right. And, and and Americans deep down now, I'm afraid if, uh, we'll, it's that uh, lack of that militant stuff. What's what, what's going to happen is you know this we're going to get to a point where this spirit will be gone. Uh, in this particular case, again, I'm saying I wear I wear the mask where I'm supposed to wear them. I wear them when I'm in groups of people, so I, I'm not I'm not defined about the mask. But you ask why are there people that are, and it's because they're in a free country. They 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 love liberty. And it makes them uncomfortable. Right. It makes them uncomfortable when all of a sudden the government begins to sound a lot like tyranny, and the government begins right. to say, "Cause what in their minds, it's not the mask." And I think that's where you're, you've got to disconnect. It's not the mask. It's they're picturing in their mind the government mandating that yeah. they do something <clears throat> that makes their life less free. Now, I'd like for us to start caring about things way beyond a mask. Because right. there's things that we're being denied that are much more important yeah. uh, than the freedom to go without a mask. And, for, and let's care about those things as much as some of you do about the mask. But you asked right. why it is. There is a spirit in, in, America, in an American who's from a certain era, a certain age, okay? And that spirit says, I can hear Benjamin Franklin in the back of my mind who says anybody who gives up their liberty out of fear and, and uh, for security, that was it, is not worthy of security or liberty. And they hear that in the back of their minds. And I'm not saying this is the place to make that case, so don't hear me saying that. You ask why are people resistant to it. And now you tried to say it was something as simple, which may be that they're just selfish and they don't like to be uncomfortable. I'm sure there's some of that. But there are some people. Well, that, that, I understand, yeah. yeah but I there, understand but, what but, you're but, saying. But there's a spirit of freedom and liberty that is ingrained in a certain generation of Americans and they just don't like the government, what they think, stepping over their boundaries. And what they would say is, if you're at high risk, use delivery systems, stay home. Uh, it's your job to quarantine yourself in a free society. The rest of us are living out our lives, and we'll take the chance. Now, I'm not saying that's yeah. right. I'm not saying that's the right mentality to have, but that's where it comes from. So I want you to at least understand it. And uh, But I understand your point as well. Uh, we uh, go to the next caller. Let's go to Will in Alabama. Will, welcome to the program. Go ahead. It's also why you hear the governor say, "Here's what I want you to do, and here's what I could do, but I probably won't." Uh, so, hey guys, how y'all doing? Good, great. Will, go ahead. My comment is okay. You know, Kay obviously uh, mandated the uh, mask here in Alabama, and my comment is, as a guy, uh, I follow on Facebook. He lives here. Uh, actually here in Auburn, Oklahoma is where I'm from, and he went to Target, and there's a rack holding masks, you know, like like your... Uh, a rack? Did you say a rack? Uh, yes, it's a rack. They're selling masks, right? Oh, I got you. Okay. okay, explain this to me. There's a mirror on the rack where you can try your mask on. Now, how in the world <laughs> does Target expect... It just doesn't make sense. How are you going to try on a mask that hundreds of people try to, oh, hey, oh, this one don't fit. I don't like the color. Let's yeah. get a different mask. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Seem, yeah. If that's, no. if so what, what's your opinion on. Well, if what you're saying well, is, what's, if, what's, if what you're saying is accurate, I would have to agree just in basic understanding of germs that you can't have a place right. for people to try on masks to see if they like it, and then if they say no, right. it goes back on the rack. It would be I, like trying on underwear. Yeah, I just don't think we can do that. 
So maybe <clears throat> that mirror was there because it used to be a sunglasses That's what rack. I was going to say. It may not have. Yeah. <clears throat> it just looks that Again, way. Again, you heard me say, if I, it's I, as you say it is, I, that doesn't make sense. Exactly. But it may not be as he thinks it is. That may, <laughs> mirror may be because somebody, They may have needed somewhere to put mask on a shelf right. or some kind of display, and it just happened to have a mirror And you know what somebody said? I bet that sunglasses rack will work. Yeah. Because normally- You're right. You don't, you know, stores were not planning for their, their department of masks. Exactly. You know, so they're probably having to kind of make it up as they go. Yeah. Uh, but I understand your point. If that is what it, I, I don't think that's what it's for. I hope not. If 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 it is, then your point is valid. Uh, let's go to Ben in Athens, Tennessee. Ben, go ahead. Uh, yes, I wanted to comment. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe you saw it. I watched the Ingram angle last night. Laura Ingram. She had a great segment about this whole mask issue. She had a couple of doctors. She calls them the medicine cabinet. That's fine. I think one of them's a state senator from Minnesota. Dr. Jensen and then Dr. Oski. Yeah, I've seen Jensen before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they were both just sharing the science that there's no there's no real science that suggests that the masks really help. I think he used an analogy that that said it's like like, like having a chain link fence trying to stop a mosquito from getting through. Yeah, that, man, I, I'll and, say this. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I do think there is some science that it helps. And I'm going to go back again and quote this. When you go into the doctor's office or you go to the hospital to have surgery, they wear a mask. If there was no need well, for that mask, they wouldn't wear one. Well, let me push back a little bit against you on that. Don't <clears throat> don't they wear a mask to try to prevent contaminants into the into the wound area? It's not because... They're protecting, the they're, they're protecting right, the patient. They're protecting the patient. But it's about protecting the surgery, not not because they're going to give them corona. Because if, if, if all the science agrees that if you're sick, you shouldn't go out, well, then the doctors and nurses shouldn't be going to work if they're sick. It's protecting the, the surgical area. I think it's a little bit different. But I think, I, I, I think I what they're trying to do, I, agree. I, I think what they're trying to do is to not contaminate the patient or the wound. So it is limiting something that they are putting out through yeah. their breathing. If it didn't, they wouldn't do it. I think where the confusion is, Bub, and you hit on it, I think people are confusing a mask is a 100% deterrent versus it helps. Yeah, It's not a 100% deterrent. It does not work 100%, but it helps. Yeah, we're I, just trying to knock it down. We're trying to limit the area that it goes. Look, I hate wearing masks, okay? I'm not going to be the mask defender, but I'm telling you, this thing, and I, I was wrong to begin with. I think there is science and some logic that it does help. Not perfect, but it does help. But, yeah, I, and I think that's where the, the confusion is. No one is saying that it will be 100% guaranteed that you won't get sick or get somebody else sick, but it helps. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Doesn't really matter to me.
Seven minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. We'll get to more of your phone calls to start the hour. We have no interns today, so some of you have talked to Helmsy, some to Greg, now to Speedy as they handle the phone calls for us today. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Rick, I am doing great. Uh, how's your bacon? You're, you, you mean my toast? You, yeah, you do. Uh, you get sausage with yours, don't you? Not bacon. I have been. Yeah. Why do you pick sausage over bacon? Uh, I'm just changed because I've been getting bacon for ten years. Okay, just so just a little 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 variety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're talking, and we'll continue to take your phone calls. All the different mask ordinances and all this kind of stuff that's going on. We talked about this. Also, I, I laughed my head off today because Bubba threw out a, a very funny Babylon B title to me today because I think they are extremely funny. And you're, you're seeing this. Remember, in the beginning, no one, no one spoke out against the Fouch. You did not speak out against the Fauci. Uh, of course, now, like today, there's another one uh, 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 where uh, – does anybody know this Peter Navarro? Yeah, it's uh, one yeah. of his uh, guys in, in office. I don't know. Yeah. He's appointed, whatever. It, he's one of his right-hand guys, yeah, he's Trump's put, guys. He's putting out today, because this is the new thing you know now, because I think you're watching Trump start to turn against Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci was wrong during the coronavirus fight. Uh, the White House Director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he, he has put out an op-ed criticizing, saying Fauci has a history of being wrong. <laughs> that was the biggest co- conversation piece yesterday. But yeah, didn't, the op-ed but, but didn't Trump get on him for doing he that? He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Sure but, did. But anyway, so this morning. <clears throat> Matter of fact, him and Pence both defended Fauci. Yeah. But what's funny is today the uh, the Babylon Bee said that Trump is considering making Dr. Fauci a dentist. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the dentists out there. But that's he's been funny. downgraded. <laughs> he's been downgraded to dentist. So, uh, so you don't know. So, so yeah, I think no the biggest thing the with this op-ed was uh, the administration wanted some heads up that Peter Navarro was going to put this yeah, out there. You want to let everybody know if you're going to trash Dr. Fauci. He didn't do that. He kind of surprised <laughs> yeah, them with yeah. all of it. So that was the biggest thing. You know, you might want to go by the office and say, hey, just so y'all know, we're going to trash Fauci. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pretty much rip him new. <laughs> Ripping Fauci new in the margin. Just had to put that on the calendar. And, it's, and, and let me tell you the statement I'll make. He's been wrong about everything. Yeah. Uh, anything I've ever dealt with him on, he's been wrong. That doesn't he kind of go back in history and say he's been wrong a lot? Oh, it was yeah. it, it was a mountain of information where he's been incorrect. Uh, so uh, we let's go to uh, the phones and uh, let's go to Charlie in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Charlie. Charlie, go ahead. Hey, guys. This is you. Big Jeff. I can't believe I'm not sure about all these masks. <laughs> right, yeah. If Big Joe was still with us, there's no oh, doubt the, oh, the mask the mask for him, he would be in the category of people that just need to stay inside. Yeah, that's uh, you know, yes. he, he would be a walking talking COVID uh <clears throat> horror story. high risk territory there. Bob in Birmingham. Hey Bob, welcome. Go ahead. B-O-B. Yes, uh yes, uh Rick. Yes. Hey uh they I love your show. Thank you. Long time listener, first Thank time caller. Thanks for calling, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, Hey, uh, my son's in the medical field. This ain't about the mask. It's about the testing. I thought it was real funny. The, uh, 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 they had, a, he, one of the doctors, he's an artificial joint rep, and uh, one of the doctors he works for, he told one of his patients it was getting ready for surgery. He had to have a negative COVID test before uh, he could uh, come in for surgery. And so he left the, 
his office and went by a clinic to get a test and went in and signed the papers and there got all the information. He sat down, they told him, saying, it's going to take a little while. We're behind. And so about 30 minutes later, he gave up and he said, uh, man, I'll do this later. And he left and 30 minutes later, they called him, told him his test was uh, positive. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of these stories of people who went to get a test. They it's didn't make their they story. didn't make they didn't make their their appointment, or they didn't want to wait in the line. Out. Yep. And and you know, there's one theory that is brewing. I think only in my mind, and I'll acknowledge that. And I there, this is not, but my thought, it, I can't help but it creep in my mind. I can't help it because there's this bizarro scenario we've talked about is you can take people who are relatively in the same health. Now, sometimes people leave out the health of the individual because they want to scare you with headlines, and you find out even when we had a child, sadly, that passed away, nobody told us the child had major medical problems. Okay, It was just the headline was, child dies of COVID. So we have a tremendous number of people who say, I was tested positive as COVID, and I have no symptoms whatsoever. My life has never been impacted by this at all. Then you have people who said impacted a little bit. Then you have people say impacted a little more than a little bit and then severe. Yeah. Okay. Is it possible that this asymptomatic bunch don't have it at all? Yeah. It's just the test was wrong. Just yeah. the test is wrong. <laughs> well, that, every, that, that, everybody, that, that everybody who has it does have some degree of problem. Yeah. I'm not saying only the worst have it. If, if it has really not impacted you at all, you're I mean, you're not sick at all. I didn't even know <laughs> I had it. Is it possible you were just a a, a bad positive? Yeah, that Rick, you you really didn't have it, Rick. I almost feel like if you're asymptomatic, you don't count. Yeah, because uh, I could right now I could tell you guys I got the panda flu. Well, how do you feel? Which you one? The panda flu. Which one? I'm the panda flu. Okay, all right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's hey, a rough one. How you feel? <laughs> well, I'm fine. I don't even know I got it. Right. Well, what are you going to do different? Nothing. Right. Well, then does it matter that I have it? Right. Uh, you well, know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm going back to. You're about the panda and, and that would explain, hear me out, hear me out, <laughs> I, full blown conspiracy theory coming. I, I chose and, that over armadillo. Right. Yeah. And, and look, and this, is, norm, this is normally not my area. Koala bear flu. Normally not my area. Okay. However, I'm willing to go down a conspiracy trail, and not even has to be a conspiracy, if you can start showing me some things that legitimize it. Okay. Very interesting question by one Bill Bubba Bussy. You confirmed it, Helmsy, that we do know there are medical people or people at certain businesses yeah. that are being told if you're asymptomatic, even if you tested positive, keep on working. Well, that would also lend to my conspiracy. Maybe they know that to be asymptomatic is really not to have it at all. And so that's they're not being as cavalier as you think they're being. Yeah. They know that if you're not showing any signs of being sick, you probably don't have COVID-19. There's a chance the test was wrong. Because COVID nineteen should do something to you. You may, you, you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you something at least a headache. You might have had a headache and ran a fever. I have some people said I ran chills and yeah, I ran a high fever for, for, for forty eight hours yeah. a day. Well, you know what? That, I, I think that those people have it. Yeah, I think those people have you it. You got it. Yeah. But these people that says it did not impact me at all, but now we also know for a fact that we're having some false positives. Is that not a fact? Yes. Is is that 100% a fact? One hundred percent. Is that a one hundred percent fact? Yes. False negative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if <laughs> we've so if we've had false positives, could it be that all asymptomatic people are just false positives? 
I don't know. Could be. Could be. Well, what do we define sick? <clears throat> so I get this thing that's killing people. I, I don't and it feel. It, I, I don't feel, feel good. Y'all, well, Some I don't even want to jump worse in. Than hey, y'all won't believe it. I got, heard, I got the invisible flu today. Mm-hmm. Have y'all heard the latest <laughs> conspiracy? I meet up with it, but I'm fine. I got no symptoms. <clears throat> Have y'all heard the latest conspiracy on the testing? What? Here we go. And I heard this yesterday from multiple people. And they're well, passionate. By the way, about this it. this new conspiracy Helmsy, this is I'd have nothing. To do with I, I just it. heard yeah. it. I don't now. Listen, yeah, this that guy. It. We'll see. Email us. Hey. We start things. Please send it to Helms today. Rick, now, now my conspiracy ends. <laughs> yes, and this is guys. This is not my conspiracy. Okay? Go with yours. Put yours this out This is there. not my conspiracy. <laughs> this, this is people that sent this to me yesterday. Right. They believe that every test that is sent out to all these testing centers are made to come back positive. It, they're they're pre-positive, meaning it doesn't matter what nose you put it up mm-hmm. and how sick or non-sick you are, it's going to come back positive for the no, result to be. They're saying political. They're saying politically corrupted. Well, I'm you, not ready to go there. Well, you, I'm not either. Well, I'm, well, I'm you, not either. Well, you saw okay? the, the scary voice video but, where the, guys, yeah, the, guy, the guy, guy said, the scary voice guy said that they have taken influenza numbers but, and just thrown them into but, the But COVID I'll now. say this, too. When you have 300 testing centers in Florida, Come back with a hundred percent. It's one of two things: it's incompetence or corruption, or maybe both. Well, there's can, something can I, to that. Or somebody didn't look at it. Can I suggest this to you too? Back in February, March, no one had ever even thought we needed a test for this, and we had to roll out yep. millions of tests yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Y'all don't think some of this could be half-assed? Okay. <laughs> okay. Bubba, Bubba. It goes Absolutely. back to my incompetence. Right, yeah. I'm sorry. No, Just by the sheer numbers alone, you're, there's no way. That's that excellent. quick, that many, and some of them not I'm be half-assed. I'm sorry. Bubba, thank you. I'm sorry. That's real. Go, it, goes back to the medical, it. it goes back to the medical person that told me, <laughs> Greg, that used another analogy that, inv- that involves you know, a certain type of storm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Greg. Right, right. uh, a couple things. <clears throat> my wife actually did get tested, and the test came back nothing. Okay. Um, my brother's ma- mother-in-law. So what is that? Is that is his wife's any- mother? Just mother's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my brother's. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you say your brother's mother-in-law? <laughs> she was feeling bad, so she got tested too. That came back nothing as well. But um, smelly subject. The hundred percent tests, guys. <laughs> That's unreal. what in the world? That, that was weird. Also, we got to be really careful about what conversations we have here in uh, on the air. Uh, I know somebody that works at UAB, and because of the conversation that we had like yesterday or the day before, they had a conference call with like the entire staff, all this stuff. Like, we're causing major problems for people. That's good. Which what? is hilarious. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, bet I know the subject you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, about coming to work yeah. after you've tested positive. Yeah, yeah. And they, they evidently, in that conference call, said, no, if you, if you test positive, you're not supposed to go back to work, is what they. Then told everybody. I don't know if they were told something else. Other work before that, they were managers were telling them something different than what administration was telling. Them. We're causing conference Absolutely. calls, guys. Yeah, yeah, disturb the peace. Let's do this. Twenty-three minutes now past the hour. We'll get back to phone calls at the bottom of the hour. We'll go rough cut since all the lines are full now. Greg, is there anything bothering you, buddy? You, you got anything on your mind? Well, Rick, we're gathering facts here. One, like we discussed, uh, the hey, I was I, I signed up and then I got tired of waiting and leaving. That's turned into the midget story. <laughs> you know about the yeah the, 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 midget, the guy that locked the midget little, yeah. people. little people, the guy that, that locked a little person in the closet because he thought he was dwarf. Man, we've had about ten versions of that. Right, yeah. that story's starting to be that. Okay, and second, let me tell you what you don't do. 
don't talk crap about wearing masks or about the disease because the people that do it end up dead about a week later. If you notice this, <laughs> yeah. we've done at least three stories right. where somebody who died of corona and a week earlier they were on social media saying they ain't wearing no blanking mask. <laughs> and I don't care if I have to wear a blanking mask. And then there are the one that went to the party. Yeah. I went to a COVID party and he's laying there and wished he hadn't went. Yeah. I, hey, if you're going to talk crap about a mask or the disease itself, don't do it on social media because a lot of times it comes back and bites you. I'm seeing a trend. <laughs> so you're seeing a trend that COVID trash talkers end up dead. They do. I, I'm well, also you got, seeing you a got trend. a post where they're they're dogging oh, mask, yeah. dogging yeah. the whole thing, and then two weeks later, a shot in a casket. Right. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 They're not yeah. just kind of dogging it. Yeah. They're adamant about it. But, <laughs> but Greg, wearing no... <laughs> you know, they're adamant about it. Do you see the, the, the trend of, of the kind of people that are dogging it, though? Yeah. They're all usually in the high risk category. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Which would be what, Greg? What would you classify well, uh, as high risk? Overweight, uh, high sugar, stuff like that. Yeah. I guess if I'm on trash talk, according COVID, to the expert, it, it seems like that you would see, and, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's one I've missed. Maybe a little asthma. Maybe there's, one I've, maybe there's one I've missed, to Greg's point. Well, you, you only got three of us you, out of five. Here you would that. say if you looked. And there was, say, a 24-year-old person who works out, is extremely healthy, and eats nothing processed, does everything the way. The doctor just said, I've checked their numbers. Their blood pressure is fantastic. Their sugar is fantastic. Their cholesterol is fantastic. If that person gets on social media and wants to trash talk COVID, you could kind of at least understand it. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend but, it. But why are people in the high – I guess if I'm trash-talking COVID, I don't believe at high risk either. I guess. I guess I'm not buying it, that It either. seems that people that are easily killed by COVID trash-talk it. But That's I, the part I, I don't know get. That we've had um, – I think one was a, a preacher that, that wouldn't shut his church yeah. down. Got mm-hmm. him. Got, yeah. Then we had this latest guy, former vet, and he's on there saying he ain't wearing no blanking mask. And yeah, for Rick, the last – hey, for the last time, Rick, I'm look, not you wearing see, a blanking mask. You see the right. post. Put that back up, Adler. Look. Yeah, and, and – Next thing you know, he's resting in peace. I'm not yeah. saying that you shouldn't maybe even feel that way. I just don't know that I would parade it. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Rick, Rick that, that right there is the quote of the latest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's dead now. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, now I go back. I'm just saying maybe don't taunt it. Look, <laughs> some of you out there, you have a you have a, a view that it's, that it's karma. Okay. I don't believe in that. Some of you will say that you have uh, the, the law of the harvest. You yeah. know, what you reap, you will sow. Of course, that usually has to do with, you know, doing good or sin evil, and yeah. all that. But then there's something that is something that we've talked about, and we're not even saying we buy into, and that's mojo. <laughs> yeah. Mojo. This, this is oh, mojo, Rick. Look, it's yeah. one thing to mojo your team. It's another thing to mojo your life. That's exactly what <laughs> Rick, this is. Rick, I don't believe in mojo. I don't believe in mojo, but there were many times right. that I went out on the mound to pitch. I had my shoes tied exactly like I did the last time Absolutely. I won. Right. And I don't. there was no science to it, but I felt better about yeah. it. Sure. Yeah. I remember us going on a great run one time because for some reason I'd locked it into the undershirt I was wearing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sure. And didn't want to wash it. And a lot of us have a Friday shirt. Let's sure. admit it. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, so Greg, you're saying no more. I don't tone it. Yeah. Do not tone the coronavirus. Hey, you <laughs> may be right. On social you may media. feel that way, but just don't say. Right. Yeah, right. don't get on social media and just and drive your point home. Hmm. Do you think too? Back to the the story that we've had multiple people tell us, and and we know that it is a made up story about the 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 person who has special needs that thinks a little person that thinks a little person is either a garden gnome or a dwarf or and they lock him in the closet and we've heard this story uh, a number I wish of I knew how many times we've heard that and yeah. how many different locations and, 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 and Rick from very uh, yes 
intelligent, respectful sure. people. Yes. And they will tell you like it's the first time. And yes. I know I get that look on my face like, are yeah. you kidding me? I've heard that story for about 10 if years. If you count now. emails, now if you count emails, I'm getting close, I'm getting <laughs> oh. close to a dozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but in person, I've heard it's been told to me five different times. Oh, yeah. All right, so I think you're, I'm higher than that. You're saying that the, the people who claim that they were supposed to get a test but didn't make their appointment or got tired of being in line – and they received a positive, yeah. that's becoming that? It's starting to, because we're getting it a lot, and it's different people, different but it's always the same scenario. Mm-hmm. So they've either heard it, and you know, a lot of times, when we've, there was a comedian did a bit on it, but when you're telling a good story and it's better when you claim it happened to you, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, you got right. a little of that, or somebody you knew. Right. Makes the story better. Human nature, you can't help it. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. But I think a little of that, that may have happened, but now it's turned into that story. Well, somebody heard it, yeah. and that mm-hmm. first one might have been legit. Maybe. And then people start saying, man, that's a cool story. I wish I had one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my cousin, <laughs> had he told me. Or, yeah. or somebody, now this one is, and I can find myself being guilty of this, I'll have something that, that, it, that it really would be something. But I realize in my mind that the source is not all that credible. Yes, and I find myself trying to make the source more credible than it really was. Because yeah, I really yeah, want to tell. Because it. I want it. I want it. I think it, if it, if it if it if the and what I mean is like you want to say you're one you're one person separated from the story when really you're like five. Yes, you know because if you're only one, you know, if you're like if you're like the next person to tell it, it may be more legit. If you're like the fifth, was it Brian Regan that did the whole bit about it? Yes. He's talking about when you do yes. that and then you realize the person you're telling it to was a person that actually really didn't happen to. You. <laughs> <laughs> they look at you like there's something wrong. Because with they start looking at you like. Are you crazy? <laughs> We're getting a little of that, Rick. I know, I get it. Uh, we'll go rough cut. Yeah, let's rough back. cut and hit a few of these. That means Somebody's there's no time- pretty entertaining. I mean, there's no timeouts. There's yep. none. 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 Going to roll through it. All you, all you do is you better have your point ready in 30 seconds. Are you going to hear that big buzzer go roar? So we'll clear the lines though because they are full right now. When we come back, eight six six, we be big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be bigs our number. All ten lines are packed. There is no room, uh, so we'll roll through these in rough cut form. Once you hear people getting buzzed, then that'll tell you that lines are available. Butcherbox.com/bubba. Wow, 2020. You're, hey, 2020, you're a crazy little bird. You've been a crazy little year. Uh, but the good news is your monthly delivery of delicious meats from butcherbox.com slash Bubba uh, is convenience that you all look forward to. Uh, one less thing you got to worry about, especially going to the grocery store. If you're in a state now that says you got to wear a mask the whole time you're in a grocery store, uh, uh, then you know what? You could just have it delivered to your door. That's what a lot of people are doing now. Uh, and you can have butcherbox.com slash Bubba delivered right to your door. Free-range organic chicken, uh, heritage-bred pork, 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, fresh-caught salmon like, uh, uh, I mean, fresh-caught seafood like the wonderful salmon they have. Their scallops are really good. Look at these scallops. They're really good. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba, 20 different cuts of meat to choose from, and it's all shipped right to your door. If you use our URL, butcherbox.com slash Bubba, uh, that, uh, that will let everybody know that you're part of the Rick and Bubba family, and you can start enjoying those delicious meats um, um, sooner than later. So make the move to do that now. All right, we'll start. Rough Cut, Eddie in the great state of Tennessee. Eddie, you have 30 seconds. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was calling about these masks everybody's had to wear. Has anybody checked to see if the 
coronavirus spike has went up because people are wearing it because they tell you to keep your hands away from your face, and when you got that mask on, you're constantly pulling so, on that mask. So you're you're suggesting the mask may actually cause the spike, not soften the spike, the curve. Well, I don't know. That's why I thought maybe. You guys, y'all investigate all this stuff. And, uh, <laughs> y'all investigate all this stuff. I have heard people make that uh, argument that I, I don't know about that, that because of the mask, you do touch your face more than you ever would if you didn't have it on. I touch my face all the time anyway. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm I, not I, in that category because I'm, I'm a, a finger licker and face touching. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a face rubber. I can't help I'm it. I'm a face rubber. I'm a face rubber. <laughs> uh, Heather, Calhoun <laughs> County, 30 seconds. Go ahead, Heather. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hmm. Um, I was just going to call in and say if I understand the mask order, and um, I, I'm normally not a mask wearer, but I'll adhere to it. But if people wear it under their nose and yeah. all like that, it's not going to work. See a lot of that and, out there, too. Um, you, you see a bunch of that, and I understand it, especially people that are having to wear them for like eight-hour shifts. Uh, usually you go in and you look, and the person checking you out or waiting on you got it down below their nose, and it pretty much defeats well, the yesterday, purpose. Yesterday... Pretty much defeats the purpose mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, let's go to we think that name is yes. there on three. It is Vernie. 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 It is. Hey Vernie. Hey Vernie. Vernie. Thirty seconds. Vernie, go ahead. Well, can you hear me? Okay. We yeah. got you, Vernie. All right. Well, I'm on a rotary phone in my cave. My question is, I wear glasses. When I clean that just the outside, I can see good. But if I wipe the inside, it's an oily substance. Is that spreading anything? And also, I've got some toilet paper and crackers from 1963. Should I use them now or hold them? I'd go ahead and make a move on those. Uh, the, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wish I had a mask on right now. So good. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's that? Glasses again? Yeah, some about oily thing. And that's, that's good. I would do away with the crackers from 1963. Yeah, I'd move past those. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's see what package Greg, are. Greg, how much for you to try them, Greg? The crackers? Uh-huh. Uh, I'll do it for seventy five dollars. Just seventy five? <laughs> yeah. So if it was honey, he'd be fine though, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mike, find that in Egypt. Mike in Pike County. Mike, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Mike. The folder, the, hello. Yes, I read that proclamation that the governor put out, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, she says that thirty one nine gives her the power to tell us that she can tell us what to wear and not to wear. And I read that, and I couldn't find anywhere in that state statute that gives her the power to do to tell us what to wear and not to wear hmm. so uh, yeah. how does she have the power to do this and oh. and to, to, your, to your american spirit comment earlier I, I agree with that yeah i mean i think that i, I mean now sadly once the once the you know a certain generation of us die you probably won't have that in the dna anymore apparently uh, but it's there, some of us are still alive that's in our DNA. You, you know, I'm not agreeing with Nick Cannon at all, but there is a certain rowdiness to the American DNA that we inherited because the only people who would leave England in those boats that they had to come over here were nuts. That's okay? a fact. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, in, and if you look at one of the things they wanted was religious freedom. I know right. that's not popular to say that, <laughs> but that was really a big banner they yeah, were carrying. Yes, it yeah, was. They, did, they, they were done with the Church of England, and they were done with tyrannical uh, being told, uh, being told how they should worship the one and only living God. Yeah, it really wasn't about the religion as much as it was denominational mm-hmm. issues. But yeah, and when you when you have a group of people that tried to set up at one time, if you look at the Federalist Papers, 
a government that, that was almost non-existent, people really governing themselves, mm-hmm. they realized people couldn't behave well enough for that. Right. So we got the, back it down. We got the Constitutional Republic, which tried to minimize government. You mm-hmm. probably would find if you if you come from that foundation, you probably have a pursuit of liberty in your DNA. Sure. And you don't really like when people start infringing on it, even if it's something that might even benefit you. Yeah, yeah. and I understand that. We've all got that little, little, you know. Yeah, we don't like. That. We've talked about the seatbelt law many times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't. I, you know, I think you're crazy to get in a car and not buckle up. But I don't want the government telling me I got to yeah. do it. Yeah, and some people feel the same way about the mask. I, I want to do it, but I, I don't want to be told to do it by the government. Well, mm-hmm. that, okay, fine. Put it on. Right. Same thing. And with tell the, the government you ain't gonna tell me to do it, but yeah. put it on anyway. Yeah, same thing. Well, isn't, isn't that the seatbelt? Isn't, <laughs> exactly isn't, isn't that the same view of the seatbelt? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Yeah. And I, I heard our governor say, I think law enforcement. You know, while we still have it before it's been abolished in the whole country, right? But yeah. law enforcement probably has better things to do than to go around and be the mask police. Yeah, yeah. probably not gonna see not a lot gonna happen. Mask check. Yeah. Karen and Ken's got that covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Mary, go ahead. Hi, um, you know, up here in Madison County, you know, we had the mask ordinance in effect last week. They do a news conference up here like three days a week with the um, CEOs from the hospitals. And they have said that for the um, last three days that the tests have not continued, the positive tests have not continued to go up, that they've kind of flattened a little bit. And that said, that's what they had expected. They said when the ordinance originally went in, that they expected to see in three to five days be able to see a difference. So there is a difference. So you know, if you're saying masks are working there, yeah, well, and, her, and what they say, or I know, I know, but anyway, so uh, and if that's the case, then great. That's a, that's even a better case for it if we can certainly draw that line. Mm-hmm. Brett in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Brett, go ahead, thirty seconds. Hey guys, hey. one of the things that struck me about the news conference was is the governor walked up behind somebody that had used a bare microphone without a mask on yeah. and told us that this was an emergency, yep. but we're going to wait until 5 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. If it's an emergency, why don't we not start right now? Well, mm. I think a lot of that is just to give people a chance to go get theirs. I mean, they may have the left prep. it at the house or something. Look, Bub and I are crumbling. Uh, we've made the decision uh day before yesterday. Mm. You will see in the Rick and Bubba store Rick and Bubba mask. Well, I mean, they're in demand. Let's get to it. There I, you I, go. You know, Sherry was laughing about it yesterday because I said it's been a battle – between the patriot and me and the capitalist in me, and the capitalist has won. Listen, the mask business, Rick, the mask business has taken off. Yeah. yeah. And, it's and, it's uh, going to be here for a while. You know, if, you, yeah, if you're going to buy a mask, you might as well buy one for money. Yeah. Uh, to, um, to Lisa in Dothan. Lisa. News Talk 103.9. Lisa, go ahead. Hey, Rick, Bubba, guys. Sunday in church, the preacher unpacked the idea about why is freedom in our DNA. If you look at Genesis 2.17 or 2.16, first words God said to man is, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you are free. But choose wisely, eat from the tree, you know, not eat from evil. Well, now, so, he, now he did shut us anyway, down on I'll one let tree. I'll you expand on that. Yeah, he did shut us down on one yeah, tree. Yeah, he the, said you're free on the one that went ahead and ate on Yeah, from any tree but right, yeah. this one. And what you found there is sometimes human beings say, no, I want to – see, law and order, and, and what we say is, the, is we want to have, have access to maximum liberty. However, there are certain things that are done for our own good. It, it, let me go back to government again. It's a really good time for everybody to read Romans 13. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I, it won't take long. It's a very easy read. It's not even a long chapter. Okay, 
and you'll see why God instituted government. So, and this happened after the fall. Don't miss that. God said, have anything you want in this garden except that one. And so what happened? Well, why can't we have that one? Mm-hmm. Well, because, because it's, it's, it's of your own good. If you want to live in harmony with me and everything be provided for you, you know, and everything ha- that you need will be there, and you and I will be, we'll, we'll walk in, in, the, in the cool of the day together, then stay away from that tree. And what happened? Well, why can't we have that tree? Yeah, 99 <laughs> yeah. of them you can have. Just stay clear of that one. Yeah. And another thing you really need to listen to, especially when you, you know, as, as the great Adrian Rogers said, you know, and, and we're warned, especially in the last days, about false teachers and false prophets. Don't forget that what Satan said to Adam and Eve was, is that what God really said? And if you don't know, then you'll never discern a false teacher, you'll never discern a false prophet, and you'll never be able to discern when you're being tempted and led astray by the adversary or any of things that are forces of evil. If you don't know the difference, as we've said a thousand times about counterfeit currency, uh, the Secret Service is shown the genuine article. They're not shown counterfeit. Right. So they know the genuine, genuine article so well that when they see a counterfeit, they recognize it. And I think that we are living in times, and I used to be guilty of this, and I'm still working on it. i still got a lot of work to do. I'm not going to live a life claiming to be a follower of Jesus and have no idea what the Word of God says. If you don't have any idea what the Word of God says, then you are going to be deceived, you're going to be led astray, and you're going to be cut down. Uh, you got to know what it actually says. Um, and if you don't, then when somebody tells you something is wrong, you don't know. But you will still be held accountable because, you know, God will say, yeah, but I told you. And if you didn't take the time to know, then that was not a wise decision. Um, look, at least know as much about the Bible as you do about your team yeah. or your hobbies. Just even it out. Yeah. So we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Bob is out of Panama City, Florida. Bob, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for your patience. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, in Bay County, we have uh, uh, 184,200 people estimated. Uh We've had eight unfortunate deaths, which is point zero 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 four percent, and uh, in other words, one out of about every twenty three thousand people uh, have passed away because of it. But yet, our newspaper splashes it all over about how many new cases we had yesterday. I mean, it's like full front page. Yeah, and it's it's but last week. We had 47 people in the obituaries that died of various reasons, you know, whatever, heart attacks, cancer, sure. whatever. But but yet we've only had eight since the pandemic started. It, it, just, uh, it just seems like the, the media is just going overboard trying to blow up the, yeah. the statistics to well, make it look great. Yeah. Well, there, there's one thing I think we can all say with zero reservations. Pay no attention to positive test numbers because they're tainted. Pay no attention to that. I, Rick, I don't know what numbers you can pay attention to. Right the now. death numbers you can pay some attention to, but remember we have had documented 
from doctors saying, eh, you know, the way we're doing the death numbers, we're tying a lot of people to COVID-19 that, that in, the, in the past would not have been tied to the influenza flu season. We, we're treating this different. So, But then you go to hospitalizations, and some people say, well, that's a good number. Well, it is, but remember, because of – don't forget the indirect causes of death to COVID-19, and that's when people stopped getting elective surgeries and stopped going to see their cardiologists who had heart problems and stopped going to see their doctor if they have diabetes problems and stopped going to see their doctor if they have cancer. And they think now some of those people are in worse health than they would have been if they were continuing to go. So we allowed those people now to go. So we do know that if you go in and you have heart surgery, you're put in the ICU. Am I correct? You you don't just yeah. you don't just hang out in your bed, yeah. you know. And so uh, we've all had family members that have been through that. So they tell you that they're getting a capacity in the ICU in some places, but does that mean that COVID patients are in every single bed? Or does that mean now that you're back doing elective stuff that you weren't doing before that some of those people are filling beds too because, as we said, you designed ICU units to be full, didn't you? If not, then you you did very bad financial planning for your hospital. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, It goes back to when I was coding computers, Rick. We used to have a saying, junk in, junk out. So you did, the numbers really – so I guess the thing you could look – because really you got to feel real good about the, the death numbers – if it, you know, of course, if it's your loved one, as I've said about anything in life, um, it, it matters to you in a big way. And none of us like to see people uh, lose their lives, even though it looks like as a country, I thought a long time ago uh, that we we didn't care about human life all that much because right. the way we treat, the way our nursing home patients were treated by Cuomo, who's trying to take a victory lap, by the way, which is bizarre. Um, I mean, really bizarre, uh, is what's happening in our country, if, you're, if we're being honest, if you're old, we're kind of getting into that uh, that mode of well, you, you had a good run, uh, and then if you're if you're in the womb, you know we are we're very clear about that, and now we've even said even if you get yourself out of the womb somehow, but nobody wanted you out of the womb, we also we don't we don't we don't consider that a big deal, so we don't want to see. I care about human life, so I don't want to see anybody die unnecessarily. However. If you realize that the death numbers may also include people who didn't die directly of COVID nineteen, they might have, they may have died with it, but not of it. Our death numbers are really low. So a, a death number is one I think we really have to watch, and those have gone down, which is good. Now some people say, "Oh, it's going to catch up with all these new positives." Yeah, but we're figuring out some of these positives aren't really positives, uh, and so it may or it may not. But uh, but t- the numbers right now are hard to follow. So I think it's back to what we were talking about, about let's all just be reasonable. And I would say that about masks. If masks can reasonably reduce the people getting it by any degree, you know, and and it's a mild. I mean, what happened in our state yesterday is kind of meaningless to me because I spend a lot of time in the county that was already doing that. And all they really did yesterday, if those of you are familiar with Alabama or you live in Alabama, all they really said yesterday was the entire state is now Jefferson County. Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's all they really did. Yep. Uh, and I've, I've, I've been living and working in and out of Jefferson County and I wear my mask in to get groceries. I wear my mask into a restaurant. Uh, and then, then I take it off when I get in my car and I, I don't wear it at home. So, uh, you know, I do what they, I think is reasonable. Uh, and it really isn't that big a deal. Now I will say this. I don't think I can wear a mask for a long period of time. So I, I, 
I think if I worked somewhere and had to wear oh, it all day, that's that's that would be, be very, very tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, because um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough, isn't it? It's tough. Do you have to wear it when no one's around? Can, you got to wear you it still all. Still got to wear it, even outside. We're talking to one of our friends. Oh friend, my goodness! Talking to one of our friends that work here, but he works. He, he has to wear it all, all day. Cause, he you know, said we're too close. We're too close. <laughs> he said we're too close together. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but but I'm not I'm not gripped, right. I'm not living right. my life gripped in fear over COVID nineteen mm-hmm. because I, you know that's nothing. We're not called to. If if you have a biblical worldview, this is when when the Bible says to be anxious about nothing, and to not you are not called to a spirit of fear. What do you think that means, Rick? Well, I think it means exactly what it says. And because I got news for you, the, the biggest problem we've got is what's going to happen to you whenever that day comes. Now that you know, if if you you know, fearing the Lord is a big thing, but mm-hmm. but fearing COVID nineteen isn't because there's you you can do the best you can. You know, and I, I run into a lot of people that are they're almost like want me to give them a guarantee they're never going to get COVID nineteen. I can't give that guarantee. I also can't set up a, a system where you won't get it. I can try my best to minimize it. That's about all. I, that's about all we can do. And most of you, if, if most of us, and I may get it before it's over. The overwhelming majority of us, over ninety nine percent of us, will not die of it. Now, why am I terrified? I mean, I don't want it. I don't want no. to. How about this? I don't, I don't like. I know how about that. this? I don't like to be sick. No. no. Does anybody like to be sick? Rick, I don't like to have a runny nose. Does anybody like to have when your allergies are cutting up? Does anybody no. like to have the flu? Do, yeah. Does anybody Does anybody mm. like when you got a sinus infection? Nope. Does anybody, does anybody like when you have a bronchitis, a, bron- a bronchial infection? Nope. Anybody like pneumonia? Anybody like it when you pull, you're growing? Right. No, but, Bubba. But is there any way that I can guarantee that you'll never have any of those things? Rick, nope. no. No. Can't do it. When Mike can lock you in a bubble. I don't know. (laughs) And then what are you? Your person lives in a bubble? Your person in a bubble. Can't do anything. (laughs) Top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Roll around in circles. When it fly high like a bird up in the sky. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. From the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it is another Rick and Bubba hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. 
Thank you for being with us. No interns today. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, so I, th- I got a story from yesterday. And you know how we never know what everybody's doing when the show's over? You never know what somebody's day's like. So I ran into one of those situations where I had something that I had uh, ordered and it needed to be delivered, okay? And but it wasn't being delivered to my house, it was actually being delivered to the farm. And for those of you that just just to kind of give you an idea just in your life, it, it, which is about 30 minutes from where I actually live, okay? Uh and so then you get into the whole thing of Gary, you know, and, and hmm. so I, I get with Gary and I say, we got a FedEx delivery coming today. I think I can, if I can figure out when it's going to be there, I'll get there. But they also have your contact information. Hey, what now? Hmm. And I said, I said, it's, Hey, I, I was planning on being at Lake Mitchell. <laughs> and I said, well, that, that's fine. I'm just looking at my options. Mm-hmm. If you can't be there, that's fine. I'm trying to figure it out. To get a game plan, because I've got the show to do, I've got this to do, that to do, and then I'm trying to decide what my afternoon's going to look like if I can get information from this this tracking thing on when they think it's going to be there. Okay, because you know you could say, well, Rick, is it something that requires someone to be there? I didn't really know, but the fact that we don't stay there all the time, if I'm not there, then it just ends up sitting on a porch, and then mm-hmm. the porch pirates. Sure. You know, may, may see something and all that. So I'm going to have to – somebody's going to have to be there if do nothing else to put it in a secure place. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Okay. So now, when's the last time you tried to track a package? Anybody been in this game lately? I've, I've tracked yeah. mine where I can tell it's coming today or it's so many stops away, but I don't get a I've noticed depending on who you ordered from, it can be easier or harder to do. Well, I was, I was, I was led to believe, and maybe there was a breakdown in communication <laughs> – that all my contact information that I would get notifications, and I'm not, I don't need notifications that say two minutes, which they're going that far with it by yeah. the way now these mm-hmm. days. So I thought, okay, hey, and, I, your door. and I was mm-hmm. even prepared. I said, all right, I'm, they've got my notifications, they've got Gary's notifications. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, it, it ain't nobody notified me, mm-hmm. and I said, and then I got a tracking number. You would think with all that. Man, you you'd be like, should on. at least be able to enter the tracking hey, number hey, into the hey, whoever's hey, delivering it. Hey, yeah. how about this? I can plan a day with that kind of information. Heck yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, kept thinking, mm, no, no, no notifications. Uh. Do I need to do this? Th- do I need to go do it a little better, or do I need to head on down? Mm. When's it coming? That time of day. Hey, I ain't heard nothing, uh, Gary. I know that. <laughs> I know you haven't heard anything. I haven't. Any- hey, you getting anything? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm just telling you, I ain't got nothing. Hey. Am I? Go- I need to go to Lake Mitchell. Hey, Gary, you can go. Okay, just go, go. to Lake. Just Mitchell. go to Lake Mitchell. It's fine. I've got to come up with some. A pl- pl- it's fine. This is not Let's your go fix a salad. Hey, this is not. Yeah. Is, I'm thinking maybe you know I'd have a nice little ribeye and a salad. <laughs> so I said, G- Gary, all I'm doing is trying to figure out what my options are. That's it. Mm-hmm. If the Gary option is closed, then that even helps me plan. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, is they gonna need to be two people there? Gary, no, I don't think so. No, I, I think I ain't seen not one notification. I, well, I haven't either, Gary. <laughs> so I would put in the tracking number. And I think to myself, hey, that might mean business. Yeah. I got my tracking number. <laughs> so all the tracking number said was put on the truck mm-hmm. at 6 something a.m. Right. Okay. 
Nothing. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a broad statement that's on the on the truck. When will it be at the location? Oh boy, or even an estimate? Nothing. Nothing. That's all it. Here, here's where it, here's where yeah. it came through. And then when it got to delivery day, it would just stop. This is when it was put on the truck, which that's fine. I, I'm glad it's in the town that would be the trucks that would deliver to this place. Nothing. Every half hour. Hey. You get anything, <laughs> Gary? Yeah. This is no longer your concern. Okay, <laughs> got it. It's it. No, I'm not. I'm I'm just rolling through my day. <laughs> I'm not getting any information. Hey, now they, you should have had a like a serial number or something. I said you mean tracking number. <laughs> serial yeah. number. Yeah. Hey, won't you put in that tracking number? You think I haven't put in a tracking number? <laughs> well, I mean you ain't getting notifications. And I said, I, hey, I need to get down to Lake Mitchell. And I said, <laughs> I know. Every, I know that every half hour. I got that. Okay. So I put in tracking number again. Still now we're at we're at three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it still tells me it was loaded at six something in the morning on the truck. Which is hey, I'm glad to know that. But I've known that for on a while. On the truck. Hey, I've known that for a while. Mm-hmm. No notification. No out for delivery. Anything. No out for delivery. No, no estimated time. Mm. Okay. So finally I just say I've done everything I need to do. Uh, I'm just going to go to the location. I mean, that's that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I, I that's where I'm going. Real sweaty, but I'm going. Okay? And uh, on the way down. Mm-hmm. See Gary up on the whatever. Oh, no. Hey, man, thinking I'm a good update. You got any notifications? <laughs> Gary, I do oh, not. I have boy. not had a note. Hey, I don't need it. <laughs> I, I know. I know that. We are clear <laughs> That there's no notifications. We are clear that all they're going to tell us is it What's got, his rush? I got to get down to Lake Mitchell. <laughs> so I said, Gary, I release you to Lake Mitchell, and I've I've released Please you to Lake go. Mitchell the first time we talked. <laughs> I, you know, you don't. You, 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 I just want to know my options. That when, yeah. Well, I mean, you may need me to help you. I don't. It's fine. We're good. So I get down there. Now, you know, you have your barn, and you have you have your. Sherry's little she shack, and then you got camp house. Okay, mm-hmm. what's well, it needs to come to camp house? Okay, mm-hmm. so we're we are literally in the yard, and I pull up, and Gary's sitting in the driveway. Hey, I ain't going to Lake Mitchell till we get to the bottom of this. And I said, <laughs> Gary, got it on his mind. Gary, I thank you for that. That's very kind of you, and nice mask. But so <laughs> so I said, so let's. Well, you think we need to keep his mask on, huh? <laughs> He said, hey, hey, Governor Ivey's name, but now Chilton County's in it. You know, Clinton's mayor died. <laughs> and I said, I know Clinton's mayor died. He's 85, is. yeah. So anyway, um, Gary. so <laughs> what's so funny, so I'm sitting there, and I arrived there at 4.30, okay? So I said, well, let me check the tracking number one more time, see if we can figure something out. Hey, did I give you a tracking number? <laughs> They did, and I've entered it. This now is probably six, seventh time that I'm entering. Okay, yeah. I need to get down to Lake Mitchell, and I said I, I'm, I'm completely aware. Why are you here, Gary? Of Lake Mitchell, <laughs> completely aware of it. Okay, what's happening at Lake Mitchell? Oh, nothing. I just got something I need to do down there. And I said, okay. So cut up some salad. So anyway, this is y'all ready to laugh? I never get one notification. I never get the tracking number to tell me anything other than it was loaded at six a.m. Now, for the first time on the entire day, a time comes up, and I think, oh, this is the time it may be here. 
delivered at 411. And I'm like, and we literally start looking around yeah. the property. Where? Where and, and, look, and I start looking around and I see it uh-uh. over at, at the wrong place, but, mm-hmm. but on the porch. I said, Gary, I think those are boxes over there. Yep, them definitely boxes. And I said, <laughs> I said, I, I think that's it. But so it ended up being it, and then we brought it back over to where it should be. But somebody helped me. How how can you never get? And undoubtedly, no one had to be there because they just put it on the porch, which is fine. But I I couldn't get any information the entire day or any notification of any kind until it was already delivered. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it's supposed to go, is it? Rick, I want to say the ones I've, I, I'm trying to think different apps are different, but I want to say most of the time it just tells you it's out for delivery. Every now and then I get one that says it's four stops away or something. But yeah, I and the notification. I don't get exactly. It depends yeah. it on the delivery service. It really does. It really it? FedEx. Yeah. yeah but, but, well, but, but, but it may not be. It could be some outsourced guy okay. that's not. That know, and he and may it, just be delivering for FedEx. So the person yeah, that asked for the inf- information for notifications thought I was going to get them, but the person who was supposed to notify just didn't. I don't know. It's I mean, all over the map. It worked out. Thank yeah. you. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We are back. Got a wonderful family outside watching through the glass here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Big wave to them. Uh, there they are. Good to see you guys. Thanks for coming by and watching the show today. Uh, Bubba, the Year America stories. Uh, we really going to wear out this hot key. We're going to wear that old hot key out. By the way, uh, also the package was hoping it would come already put together, and it was not. Oh, so I just kind of what on, was Rick? it? Rick? Just a piece of furniture, and I was just like, "Well, hey, uh, let's you have Gary." You know what he said? All right, look here, I'm going to Lake Mitchell. You just <laughs> head on back to the house, and I come down here and put this thing together. Tomorrow. <laughs> and I okay. said, I think he said he's putting it together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I said, Gary, Gary, you saying I can't help you? And he's just like, "Let me tell you something. I'd rather." I'd rather be drugged behind that tractor mm. than to try to put something together with your help. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, I guess I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll leave. Well, you've convinced me, my friend. <laughs> All right, so in our in our America, good gracious. Bubba, can I, can I read this line to you in the story and then you can unpack it for us? <laughs> Here's a quote inside this story. For far too long, public safety has been equated with more police. <laughs> Y'all. Rick Berk- yeah. Berkeley, yeah. Berkeley, Berkeley. You talking about like Bill Clinton told us yeah. one of the reasons he was saying you should elect him president is he was going to do what? Put a hundred thousand police on the street. So mm-hmm. he said he thought if we want law and order, what do you need more of? Police. Okay. Rick Berkeley, California, only in Berkeley. Uh, they move forward with a proposal Wednesday to eliminate police from conducting traffic stops and instead send unarmed civilian city workers. Let me get this right because I used to work for the city. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, instead of being pulled over by someone who's been to the police academy, right, I'll be pulled over by Billy Joe with the weed eater. I started to say <laughs> Big Ed that drives the lawnmower. Okay, you know, okay. uh, do, do, do I have this right? <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this: Why why this particular? <laughs> I thought of it. I, I I don't know why this particular thing they think will be a good move. Has there been a spike in yeah. police shooting unarmed? 
people who were speeding through downtown. Why this? Because there has to be some logic to that, right? Other than we're just going to cut numbers and we feel like this is really not that important. Are, are you telling me? Well, that it's the, not until some felon pulls one right. out and drops a city worker who's unarmed, and then you're going to have another lawsuit on your hands. So Berkeley, because you know, I know a lot of us all fear the the, the crime ridden world of Berkeley. <laughs> uh, are they are they afraid that uh, in Berkeley has the strong arm of the law right. uh, to Bubba's point yeah. over, overstepped its boundaries? Where, where's where's all the police brutality cases in Berkeley? Does it? Does in, you about? Well, I tell you, you about well, to, you me, about to have crime in Berkeley. I'll let tell me you ask that. you this: yeah. Berkeley has been a bastion of liberalism mm. for decades. Why do they have any problems at all that need fixing? You talking utopia? Yeah. Why now? Why? What's the problem now? So their idea on a traffic stop is now unarmed civilian city workers. Yes, they're going to try to cut their police budget by 50%, but guess what? Now you're going to have to pay unarmed city workers to write uh, traffic tickets. I, Rick, I don't know about you, but I don't know that I would stop for a guy in a truck with a ladder on top of it waving at me. No, I wouldn't I, I, You know, how are you going to get their attention? <laughs> By the way, how do they How are you going to be safe on the side of the road? How do they know I'm speeding because I'm exceeding the speed of the tractor they're on? Yeah. I mean, so what, let me, what, what let are me we just, talking about? Can I throw this at you? If you take a unarmed city worker and you put him in a vehicle that can check my speed with radar and you give him enough horsepower to catch up with me put lights on it so that that i know he's after me signals me to pull over he's just a policeman now (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you what is the difference he's not going to signal me with his ruler his tape measure out the window. Right, what is right. he going to do? And you know what will happen? You know what'll, you know the what'll... librarian? Is she going to get her card out there waving? What are you going to do? You know what you're going to find? What's going to be the problem? Can't get people to stop. Nope. And then you know what they're going to say? Well, we or, need a light on top of that thing. You know what else? Eventually they're going to get to. One of our city workers got beat up. Well, we better get him a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he pulled over somebody that was a convicted felon that was on the, the, the loose. But he didn't have any way. He didn't have any way to, to tie him up, mm. other than weed eater line. When he said, "We need to get him some handcuffs." When he came up, and said, "Hey, I <laughs> hey, <doing>? guess what? <laughs> we got people pulling people over now that ain't really in our group. We got to get some uniforms to wear. <laughs> so we're <laughs> yeah. gonna have a car with lights That's on so it, good. a radar gun, handcuffs, but we're not gonna call them police, right? And eventually, like we said, you're gonna have to have a weapon because yeah. one, oh, yeah. one guy shot his city worker dad because he didn't want to be taken in because he found out he was an escaped felon. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I had him pulled hey, over. Hey, Berkeley, you're a genius. Well, you're a genius. Hey, it's just, man, this this may, like I said, I don't want to be disrespectful to five-year-olds, so this is the mentality of a three-year-old. Rick, here's the All thing, right. too. We've got another, you know, uh, Portland keeps wanting their own version of the chop, which I thought we proved chops didn't work when we started killing people. <laughs> yeah, now, not the tomahawk uh, chop, right? Right, right. No, we're talking about people <laughs> were murdered. Yeah. Uh, African-Americans, by the way. Yes. Uh, innocent African-Americans in Seattle. So, you know, this is don't we learn from this? I mean, if you think a police policeless society will work, let's test it somewhere. Let Seattle do it. Let Portland do it. Let Minneapolis do it. Let's see how it works out. Gosh knows, so far with their partial test in New York, it's worked out good. People are begging them to come back now. Bubba, I, I think I may be ahead of you on what you need. Every single city, and then, of course, the experiment called CHOP, to your point, mm. Every single place that is trying to implement what they say they want are all seeing a rise in crime. All of them. Out of control, innocent people being killed. I, all of them. 
Yes. Not one place, not one place this is going on, they're going, this is working. What would this you, is great. What would you think of me if I sat down and I said, hey, I understand you're an expert on keeping order in the classroom. You said, yeah, it's, I'm glad you hired me. So tell me what your plan is. Well, we, we have students in classrooms, but we have no teachers. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so we, we, we go and hand assignments out in there, and they're not doing them. Uh, and, we, and we're having a terrible thing with people bullying each other, taking each other's stuff, and they're not sitting down, they're not being quiet. What would you say to me when you said, now come back to that first thing you said, we're trying to have class with no teachers. <laughs> um, but we can't get order. Well, oh, I'll get- tell you what, I would hate to be a guy that, that's trained on a weed eater and know i got to pull over a felon who's fleeing the law somewhere yeah. and tell him he made an uh, illegal lane change. And you know why you're doing that, Bubba? To make Berkeley safer. Traffic stops is the most dangerous thing police officers do. We'll be back. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Hey, we do want to point you to CarShield.com. If you are driving an automobile that is no longer covered by the original or the used car warranty, well, anything that happens to that automobile is going to come right out of your wallet or purse. So um, if you'd like to find out more about how you could have your car protected, uh, you can get car protection through carshield.com, and their protection program uh, is fantastic. I know a lot of us this time of year, even um, you know, with some of the obstacles we've had to overcome, we're still traveling more because it's summer. Uh, it, and there, there's a lot of moving around, and you know what else happens in summer? Hot weather. You know what? You know what happens in hot weather? Air conditioning gets stressed. Automobiles mm. have AC failure, and buddy, they can be uh, broken cooling fans, timing chain repairs, power window motors. All this is a hassle. All these computers on vehicles now. All that's coming right out of your pocket unless you want to get protected by the number one auto protection company uh, in our country, and that is carshield.com. And if you go to carshield.com right now and use the code Bubba, we'll save you 10% on the protection plan that you select for the automobile. So when you're under their protection plan, if it's a covered repair, they deal directly with the ASC certified mechanic or dealership of your choice. Uh, They pay them directly. And you always have a free rental car available to you if your car is being repaired. And you get 24-7 roadside assistance uh, while you're under the protection. So if you want to get your protection plan, now's the time to do it. Carshield.com, promo code Bubba, or call 1-800-CAR-6000. Use the code Bubba. That also save you 10% uh, on the protection plan of your choice. Bubba, we, uh, I, it's really a welcome back. It, it's, been, it's been a while. Micah Andrews is back on the Rick and Bubba Show. Micah, Micah, welcome. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm great. Great to be back with you guys. Glad to have you. Now, Micah is with The Foundry, and uh, and you were on the show. Do you remember when you were on last time? It was January the 19th, 2016. Wow. So four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and some change. And That's some, right. And some change. That's right. So, uh, and, and if, if somebody is listening or watching right now, and they hear us say The Foundry, they may not sadly know what we're talking about but uh why don't you right now pretend i've never heard about the foundry and tell the audience who you are yeah so in a nutshell i guess we would i could say that we are a long-term uh residential faith-based substance abuse recovery center uh really located in central alabama so we have several locations uh primarily in bessemer for our men's and women's uh substance abuse recovery but also in coleman county at the uh, foundry farm okay so you guys, and, uh, you know, sadly, uh, this is something that is greatly needed. And uh, I know you guys have been helpful with, with people that, uh, that I know and love. And, um, you know, and, but, but I do know one thing, and this is one thing people always want to know, 
there's high accountability. I mean, if, if you have someone who is going into the foundry or you're a person who decides, yes, I need help, and, and you know you guys can get them in, uh, you guys make sure, first of all, like you said, with it being faith-based, you, you got to deal with the spiritual problems that people have as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that's one of the reasons I remember January 19th of 2016 so vividly because that was not only was it the last time I got to hang out with you guys, but it was also a very uh, important day because it was the day I met a guy named Ralph McCracken. Yeah. And Ralph uh, was, uh, you know, g- getting ready to come to the foundry that morning and was listening to the show. And Ralph's story is really uh, a story of redemption because Ralph was uh, in seminary, started having some issues with some social drinking, ended up going home in the evenings uh, to kind of unwind. He'd drink a little bit, some back pain, drink a little bit, found himself in addiction. And uh, uh, literally the morning that he was coming to enroll at the foundry, gets in the car, listening to the three of us talk about the foundry. And in that moment, the Lord spoke to him and said, you're heading in the right direction. I've got a plan for you. Mm. I got you in my hands. It's going to be okay. And so that's how I, one of the reasons, you know, that I remember you that. You won't ever that forget day. that. Day. Oh, no, absolutely wow. And not. Ralph won't forget it either. There's Ralph right there. Yeah, and now Ralph serves, serves as a, uh, one of our general managers in our thrift industry. Yeah, so wow. not only did Ralph, uh, you know, find the help that he needed, and he, he certainly found redemption uh, and all the way around, and now helps other people. Absolutely, he's he's back into the whole process of uh, taking what he received and using it with his, him and his family to be able to bless other families going through the same thing with substance abuse. So, wow. and 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 Ralph, he's in the sitting back there. You know, everybody's distancing now and all that, and had his mask. He's on. about a half a mile back. About there. About a half a mile back there. <laughs> yeah. But but so you you were obviously listening because you were a big fan of the show. Speedy was telling me that you, uh, I mean, you were a guy back in the days. Uh, he's bringing the mic to you back in the days, and and what we'll unlike the governor, we'll actually disinfect that mic before anybody else speaks <laughs> into it. But so you you were you were like talking about what we call in the business a P one. That means there's there's casual listeners. And then there's P1 listeners, and that means I don't miss anything. I, I'm at the yeah. events. I do it all. And you said to the point you were front row at Fat Fest. Yeah, we had one front row tickets. Uh, my wife had called in one morning and won tickets. So I've, I've been listening since the 90s. So take us back to that day uh, four, four, four and a half years ago now. Sure. Um, we, uh, My wife and I had stopped by the bank and uh, to, to get a cashier's check for the entrance fee. Uh, got in the car and turned on the car, and, and Rick and Bubba was on. And that's when I heard Micah talking about the foundry, and I was like, wow, that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And it was just uh, it was amazing yeah, that it- God was putting all those pieces together and ordaining today. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here today had that morning not happened mm. at that exact time, at that exact moment. I wouldn't be here today. How about and that? And that's amazing to me. Well, it, it's, you know, I, we, I talk about this all the time, and I speak to it in my own life. We, we we serve, you know, a holy God, but we serve a gracious God. That's right. And 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 I, I've sensed in my own life that the Lord has been so gracious. And, and it's almost like he was saying, Rick, I will tell you this. If you decide to walk yourself into hell, you're going to have to crawl across the cross. You're going to have to crawl across every time I've prompted you to change. You, you're you, – you will send yourself to hell. It's kind of like the great thing that I was talking with a guy in um, in Nicaragua one time, and he was he was a person who was ag- uh, an atheist or agnostic. Most of them are agnostics because there's atheists mean that they can prove there is no God, and 
nobody's done that. So <laughs> most people who say they're atheists are really agnostic, meaning they just don't believe. And uh, and he said that, of course, as you always hear, I don't want to serve a God, and I can't serve a God that's going to send me to hell. You know, if, if I don't do what he wants me to do, or I don't recognize him as such and such. And I said, well, you don't know the God we serve then. I said, because God doesn't send people to hell. People send themselves to hell. And I said, as a matter of fact, the God we serve is, has, has done, has come to us, and we can come to him, and he's trying to deliver us out of hell. That's we right. all deserve hell. You know, but that's our problem. You know, he's holy. We're the ones that decided to reject against him. But he came to us to say, i got to rectify this between you and me, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to go to the cross, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what you can't do because you got to be fully righteous to come into my presence. So if you reject that, you know, I heard the greatest statement we were doing the study of the Gospel of John. When, when Jesus said, it is finished, when on the cross, for the redeemed, we were then, of course, you know, op- opportunity to be redeemed. But for those who reject it, guess what it also did? Condemned you. Because this is redemption now. And if you reject this, you've condemned yourself. If you receive it, then you'll be justified. And just like you talked about, we serve a God that's trying every way to, to deliver us from hell. We send ourselves to hell. That's right. Mm. You know, and, and that's the God we serve. And you, you, you're a living example of that. I'm a living example of that. Um, so tell us a little bit about somebody who may be listening right now, and this is their day. Yeah. I mean, so, this, this is their day. That's right. Yeah, what, what do they need to do? Yeah, so one of the things, you know, even more so probably during this season yeah. with the COVID and everything, there, there are barriers to recovery uh, for the addict that's listening today, right? Uh, some of those uh, barriers we've worked really hard to reduce. And so we're trying to make it as easy as we possibly can for somebody once they make a decision to say, I need some help to get some help. And so it's simple. Uh, going to the website, foundryministries.com, uh, it all begins with a simple application process. And uh, once the application is, is received, there's a uh, kind of a, uh, an interview process. Uh, but our goal is really to get somebody in as quick as we possibly can because we do realize the fact that it's a matter of life and death. Uh, you know, addiction is not something that, uh, you know, you hear, hear the people talk about, I was a weekend warrior kind of addict. Uh, well, that's that's really not kind of what the foundry is all about, right? We're kind of that trauma center. Uh, when somebody makes a decision to come to a to a long-term recovery program, uh, we know it's, a, it's kind of the last option for them. And so that's why we want to be there for them. And you need a long-term program. I mean, I, I've been through this with, with, you know, family and friends. And uh, and I, it, the the short term stuff, in all fairness, doesn't usually work. Yeah, well, so you know, our, our our philosophy is this: you didn't get there overnight; it's <laughs> going to be hard to get out of yeah. there overnight. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to change everything about. Yeah, it. that's right. You yeah. know, and the emotion uh, won't last. You have to make it a habit. Yeah. That's so, exactly right. Yeah. Now, a good also, habit. You also have, you know, you guys handle like we said, North and Central Alabama, but there are similar programs. In like I think thirty two different states. If someone say somebody's right now, they say Alabama's not an option for me. Uh, th- there are some similar programs that you guys would would endorse, for lack of a better word. Sure. That would say we they do it the way we do it, and we think they do it the right way. Sure. Yeah, we're part of a network nationally. Right. Uh, that we that we work with. Uh, uh, but talking about thirty two states, we actually in the last five years have had folks come to the foundry. You got to be kidding from thirty two different states. Wow. So, so people saying that program's for me, even no matter if it's even not- if it is in Alabama. Oh yeah, because you know sometimes distance is one of the greatest resources that someone has is to kind of break those patterns no and those question. cycles to get, get away. Out, from get out of where you were. Absolutely. I, I have a friend of mine who's a recovered addict, and, and again his was was faith based. That's what had nothing else worked. Yeah, and he had a great statement about what you just said. He said, everybody in the beginning kept telling me, you got to leave this group of people. You got to leave this town. 
you got to do this, you got to do that, you know, and all this. And he said, well, the one thing, though, no matter where I go, there I am. <laughs> That's exactly I'm right. already there. <laughs> So, so yeah, you know, you do you do need to change your environment, but uh, you, uh, eventually you got to change you. That's yeah. right. You know, and that and that's what I, I love that statement. He goes, I told him wherever I go, there I am. <laughs> and uh, so I thought that was a great statement. So, uh, and also, if, if if I'm listening today, and you may have already hit on it because you told everybody to go check the program out. Sure, I'm listening today. I don't th- praise the Lord for this. I don't have an addiction problem. I, if you have a family of any kind that you have any contact with, or you you know more people than two. You probably know somebody. That's right. So, but what if I just want to help? What if I just said, you know, programs like the Founder are important. I know that you guys provide a lot of stuff. I know that even the stuff that people can 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 pay for, it doesn't near cover all the expenses you guys have to do what you do. Is there ways that I can just partner with you? Yeah. So, so along those lines, Rick, uh, our intake fee, we try to make that a non-barrier. So yep. it's $495 for a 12-month program. Wow. Uh, one of the ways that we kind of offset some of that expense is through our social enterprises, through our thrift stores. Right. And so uh, one of the ways that people can help support the foundry is donate your stuff. We'll even come pick it up, right? Because what that does is that actually kind of creates the the economic aspect of what we do. You know, we got a friend, uh, Scott Dawson, oh, yeah. uh, that I've heard him say many times, what we do, we don't do for money, but it requires money. That, I've, I've, I've used this statement many yeah. times. <laughs> and so that's really where we're at, you yeah. know. So so people can support us, obviously, financially through donations, uh, but also donating your stuff that helps us generate revenue. Win-win. Uh, that's it. Yeah. And 100% of those proceeds go right back to support our, our, our ministry. Yeah. Well, what what a great uh, – it's, it's been fun to get back together. Together again, and, yeah, and I know I, I know firsthand uh, how the the effect of the program can be, and I'm glad that you guys are available. And then the great story with Ralph today, and I hope somebody's listening today. Yeah, that uh, yeah, may be affected just like last time. Maybe your day. All that information's in show notes at Rick and Bubba. Uh, spell out the word and.com or just go directly to foundryministries.com and uh, come alongside them. Or if you need them, they're there to help. You. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We will record uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, momentarily. Uh, It'll be out again this weekend, and as uh, mentioned there by Micah, uh, Scott Dawson will be our guest as uh, we will talk with Scott about uh, his connections to the show, uh, also about uh, the the stories of the day, uh, and we'll talk to him also about uh, some of the things they're doing about events that have been trying to do in gatherings. Because remember, Bubba, if we're gathering uh, for any kind of service, it is dangerous. If we're protesting in the streets, it's perfectly fine. Right. And right. Uh, and that is um, remember, so, if you're headed to a house of worship, you are protesting <laughs> sin. Right. <laughs> so it's a uh, Either they're both dangerous or neither are dangerous, or they're both uh, people exercising their freedom and they know the cost. It's one, it, it can't be one's good, one's bad. It can't be that. Uh, Eric Trump, Bubba, has uh, come out and spoke about his cousin Mary. You know, she has the, the book that she's got. And, of course, the, uh, the mainstream media cannot interview her enough. But as you said, I think we caught Snuffleupagus. Uh, kind of yeah. looking at her like, hey, baby, she's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Big George uh, Snapolopoulos from uh, ABC. He had the uh, he had the exclusive interview, and he's doing the interview. And about three quarters of the way through it, 
he starts looking at the camera, catch his eyes. He looks like, okay, she's crazy. Right. He realizes he's got an exclusive interview with someone, and it's going nowhere. Uh-oh. The, the book Mary Trump has put out, again, uh, one of the, the, the nieces of Donald Trump, Too Much and Never Enough, uh, My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. Eric Trump, uh, the president's son, when he was asked about uh, her, he simply said, every family has one. Right. He just said, look, we all know this person in your family. This is ours. And that just spoke by that. I've laughed when I heard that. I go, yeah. Could be wrong, but I'm going to step out here. I, and this part's right because it's in the story because, you know, if it's in the story, it has to be right. Sure. Uh, <laughs> that this is the daughter of his late older brother, Fred Trump Jr. Isn't Fred the one he said is the reason why he doesn't drink, too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I thought so. And because he said mm-hmm. that he saw his brother have a struggle, speaking of our our, mm-hmm. our last interview, and uh, and he said that um, that's the reason why he's never drank alcohol because of what he he saw what it did to his brother. Right. So uh, so anyway, this is uh, undoubtedly his daughter, and uh, she has written the book about how their family created the world's most dangerous man. Well, the uh, the list of kiss and tell books, so to speak, uh, on the president continues. Well, if you're everybody's be... trying to cash in, though, it's oh, election yeah. year. Look, if you're the president and you've got people that uh, that are family, you got people that are part of administration. Any of these people, if they're not included, or they've been excluded or removed, a book will come. Uh, oh, but, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, think about how many we've had. There's been a lot of them. Yeah. Well, you, well, them. you said uh, yesterday what something. Happened? I, what did John Bolton, whatever happened with it? I thought that was going to be yeah, the big. That way, was supposed to be the, well, yeah, where did that book ever come out? I guess it did. Yeah, I mean, they, the, you know, the judge mustache. ruled that it could come out, but I never heard anything much either. out of it. Anybody, you know? anybody scan Mary Trump's book yet? No. no. Is there a side of you guys want to? It's only, Absolutely. Two, it's only 240 pages. Oh, yeah, I just kind of want to look through it. Yeah. The, like hit the highlight, <laughs> but you, but um, well, look when she's she's interviewed, she's saying that he's totally incompetent to be president. Uh, he's already been president for three and a half years, so uh, he has some on the job training that she doesn't have. But you know, what what advice would you give him? Resign. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's well, that's, a, that's that's a, hey, that's mm-hmm. a great answer. Yeah. The book that's and- a great because I expect today to tune on and tune in and see Donald Trump say, "Well, guys, you know what? You're right about me. I'm out. I'm out." And I'm my out. cousin I'm, pointed it out to yeah. me. I'm gonna head on back to Trump Plaza, get me a good view of the Black Lives Matter banner out Absolutely. in front of the place, and yeah. hang out. How about this? I was. I gonna, just don't I, think I, I'm gonna see it. Great, you know, I, not, I was gonna run for a second term until Mary's book came out. Yeah, Mary, yeah. Uh, she, she, she set me straight. I was suddenly woke. Some of the yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, have you noticed that some of the people that claim to be woke seem to be the most asleep? Absolutely. Um, the book includes an allegation that a man named Joe Shapiro took Donald Trump's SAT test for him. And well, the, who hadn't done that? And, well, Rick, the problem but, is that yeah. uh, the man, his wife, is Maria Shriver, the tennis pro. Uh, and a commentator, and she said it never happened. Right. Now, he's said, passed yeah. on now, of course. Yeah, but yeah. and then uh, said the president's sister. Uh, retired federal judge uh, Mary Ann Trump, Barry, uh, she claims that she referred to Trump when he was a candidate and uh, uh, running for president as a clown. These don't really sound like hard hitting. Uh, Rick, Rick let me. Look, my cousin, it, I mean, oh, my, my sister it, called me a clown. Yeah, inside, inside <laughs> oh, no. the family. Mm-hmm. Inside the family. If. Somebody was doing something. Say it's serious, like mm-hmm. running for a president. Yeah, or something. that's pretty serious. You don't think somebody in the family at some point in time may go, "Well, he's a clown." Oh, oh. and he's a clown. clown. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, you could get all kind of comments. Rick, if they ask our sister about us. I was about to say, our sister made a similar comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not running for president. No. But she's no. saying that the, the, the least educated members of our family are the, are, are the most successful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but that happens. It does. Uh, but you know how you define success. Our sister's very successful. Absolutely. She's chosen to be a teacher, and when you cho- when you choose to be a teacher, you know what they pay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and, 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 well, she, and she's done a good job at it. That's right. Just finished another big accomplishment. I saw that. Yeah. So uh, so we'll Got a lot we, of education we'll be, we don't have. That's right. A lot, lot of degrees. A lot of them. bunch of tons. <laughs> You know how many we got? Uh, you got kind of one. I think I have one, <laughs> and you went one year. No, but it was. You did it go to college was for a year. It was. Didn't it? Was I didn't it think it was that long. No, you participated though for one semester. <laughs> That's it. But went for a year. Oh yeah, I stayed in that trailer. <laughs> I got one I earned and one I gave to. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.